You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast, presented by the Milbon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events, and a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. And here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. If you're like me, you sometimes wonder if there are enough hours in the day. There's got to be some secret code to get more hours because in the same time that it takes some of us to wake up, work, come back home, go to sleep, some of us are doing a heck of a lot more. Today we're joined by Maddie King, a modern-day Renaissance man that is somehow doing it all. When you think of a Renaissance man, what comes to mind? Painter? Sculptor? Poet? Well, in 2022, we're talking about Spartan racing, owning and coaching a gym, and running a restaurant. Maddie, we got to know, what are you doing? How are you doing all this? And how do you find the cheat codes for life to get more hours out of a day than most of us <laughs> mortal <Seriously>. people? <laughs> yeah, yeah most, I, I was going to say most people don't describe me as Renaissance man when we uh, when we first first meet or first describe me. So uh, uh, thanks, thanks for the kind words and thanks for having me on, on the podcast. Um, I, I don't know. It's just, you know, just you just got to be a little bit organized and um just keep going, you know, sleep when you can get it and uh, just try to have some patterns in your life that allow you to do everything and embrace the chaos what's important first and keep all the other stuff on the side and just get it done. You know, there you go. I love it. That is a very pragmatic approach. But, yeah. But yeah. how are, but literally, actually, factually run us through a day of, okay, well, today's a Tuesday. A day what, exactly. What does a Tuesday look like for you with all this stuff going on, man? <laughs> Uh, a two, well, today, a Tuesday for me is I'll get up at, at uh, about three 30 and if I'm going to get some miles in, I'll, I'll go out and, and get like this morning, it's when I've got five miles in out running and then, um, head to the restaurant, be at the restaurant by six o'clock, just op- open up the place, work until about three and then, uh, head over to the gym at four. I coach at, uh, the gym, uh, the gym CLT is, is our gym and uh, I coach from about four till seven head home i've got five kids as well so we like to put in some family time and uh have dinner with the family and get to bed <laughs> who cooks so, dinner uh, <laughs> not me, not me. My, my wife rossi is an awesome cook she helps me run the restaurant as well um but yeah i'm, I'm i don't cook too much dinner i'm pretty hands-on at the restaurant so mm-hmm. When I get home, uh, it's I don't do too much cooking. There's not enough time for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, and then, then the restaurant, Maddie's Diner, is open opens at seven, right? So the, the restaurant opens from, what, yeah. from seven a.m. to nine p.m. Right? Yeah, it's like Sundays and Mondays. We have a yeah. little bit of labor issues right mm-hmm. now, like everybody sure, else. Man. So Sundays and Mondays, we're just doing seven to two right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, all the other days are seven to nine. We we this is our second incarnation of the restaurant. We used to be open uh, in the music factory uptown mm-hmm. from 2010 to 2015, and we were open 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, that those days are gone. That's, that was a wild time. Nothing good happens, happens after midnight. Let me just say that. I keep telling my kids that, and they don't believe me. It's, Dude, a, it's <laughs> a learned experience. It's as a learned experience. Yeah, you can't not sure. know it just from yeah. recycling. There you go. Yeah, for sure. I'll never do it again. Unless I'm getting hundred bucks an egg, it's not happening. So, um, like the gym running, family. I, I would imagine the the answer to this is family comes first, but. Besides that, like, what what's your big passion? Is it is it cooking? Is it? Uh, man, I mean, obviously, like you said, uh, family. But um, I don't know. My big passion, the theme that runs through all these things, is uh, 
is community. I mean, everything that, that we do here, the reason for opening a restaurant, yes, I love good food, but it's more, especially a diner, you know, a, a diner, our, our building is original from 1948. We bought it in New Jersey, moved it here. It's all original stainless steel and neon. It's, it's a diner. It's not, it's not like uh, something that's made to look like a diner. Uh, one of the things about a diner is, you, you know, they're up north they're on every, every other corner up there and you have, you know, bankers sitting next to lawyers, sitting next to, you know, janitors sitting next to the, just the average common, you know, common guy. And, and I, I don't have TVs in here. You just want everybody talking. We, I actually retrofitted all my equipment to be up front in the diner so you can see us cooking. Um, you just want everybody talking and, and um, sharing that common bond together and getting to know each other and just having a good time. Uh, you know, same thing with running, the running community. That's why I fell in love with trail running, even Spartan racing was just community. You know, uh, the, the gym as yeah. well. Just You know, you're all there for a specific goal, for a specific reason, and just the community and the bonding and the helping each other accomplish goals and having fun, having a good time. That's that's the best thing. I, I, I played hockey in college as well, and the thing that I miss most about it isn't necessarily the hockey, although I still play on Sunday nights. Um, it's the locker room, you know? It's the, <laughs> yeah. that, I think that's the common theme throughout everything. It's, it's the people. And and it's, it's hilarious because, and my wife would tell you, I often describe myself as not a people person. <laughs> it's, the weird, it's the weirdest thing. Like, what do I love the most about it? It's the community. But uh, it's like um, I'm very much a, a, a love hard or leave hard kind of guy. So I love latch it, on to it. Latch no on more to soup for you. It. It's just not you know, it's, it's weird. You know, it's it's really weird, but it's the truth. So. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I got I got a ton of questions for you. But first, I got to okay. lead with this one. As you mentioned, yeah. those who are not familiar with the, the setup up east, it's like, you're right. There is a diner seemingly on every dang up corner, but not yeah. all of them are good. Now, in your <laughs> mind, now, well, I mean, let's cut it real, right? They're not all good. Uh, just because it's food doesn't mean it's good. Uh, sure. So what makes a good one? No, no, no. What makes a great one and what made you decide that we needed one here in Charlotte? Uh, well, I've been here since, um, since on and off since 2000 mm -hmm. and I've always wanted to do my own, my own restaurant. Yeah. And it's just happened to be, I was working, I was running a bagel shop uptown and so many transplants from New York and New Jersey. The question sure. always was, where's a good diner? Where's a good diner? Not only is there not a good diner, there, there really are no diners here. So, mm -hmm. um, just, just missing them myself, um, missing the menu, missing the 24 hours, uh, and, and hearing all the comments. I figured I couldn't go wrong with the diner concept here if we did it right. Mm -hmm. So what makes a good diner? Um, you know, first of all, I, I think we're a step ahead of the game just by the fact that we went out, uh, bought this building. There's a whole story behind this building. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that in, in a second. Uh, but bringing down an original 1948 stainless steel and neon diner to the area, not everybody does that, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're we're a leg up uh, on, on that alone. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I, I think just the atmosphere um, of of the diner and the food. Well, my dad would tell you it's got to be clean, right? He's gonna walk into the restrooms, check it out, look at the tables. It's yeah. got to be clean. Yeah. Um, the food has to be. Consistent. I, I say good, right? But um, everybody's version of good is is different. But if you know what you're going to get when you walk through the door mm -hmm. every single time, yeah. Whether I'm here, whether Joe is here, whether Ross is here, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Um, as long as you know what what you're getting and that's what you love and that's what you come for and you can get it whenever you walk through the door, that that's key. Um, and and just the atmosphere. I mean, service. You say we give five star service. I mean, and our name, our slogan is good food with attitude. So. You're not getting five star service, right? Uh, fancy service, but you're getting service. You're getting uh, 
you're getting servers and cooks and everybody who get to know you, get to know your name. They know your order. We see you coming through the windows in the parking lot. We'll, we'll get your order going. It's just it's the atmosphere that I will say separates Maddie's yeah. from everybody else. And hands down. I love it, man. I love it. Good stuff. Now, then let me talk to you about the running piece, right? Because obviously this is a show yeah, about, as much as we love the food, we are, this actually is a show about running. Yeah. Uh, so in, in all of that that you've got going on, and somebody said, man, you are so overscheduled. Now, if I had to trim you back a little bit, I'd say, well, you maybe drop drop that running thing. You got a lot of stuff oh, going no on. Way, how, 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 do you, how do you maintain the priority uh, for that with everything else you got going on? Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. So we, we've been, we've been reopened for uh, the past three months. You know, we were open in 2010 through 2015 and we shut down for six years. We lost our land. Um, we had the diner in the music factory uptown and we lost our, our land and, and we just reopened three months ago. So I'm not going to lie. The opening of a restaurant, the, the running bit did suffer, but now we're on track. I've got employees and systems and everything going. So, um, so I, I have that, that piece of it again. And, and again, it's just, it's just making time. You know, I have a lot of friends that are that are really solid runners that um, they, they follow a lot of different training programs. Mm-hmm. And I have to do this on this day and this on that day and this pace and that pace. One, I've never been that kind of a runner. Um, and, and number two, my schedule and timing doesn't necessarily allow for that. I just have to focus on being consistent and just getting out there, whether that means I have mm-hmm. half hour today go out, get, you know, get those three miles. And if I have an hour, let's get a little bit more. If I have two hours, just go for it, you know? And, yeah. and it's, it's easy on the way home. I, I, I live up in Huntersville and, and most of my running, I don't, I don't really even run roads. So it makes it a little bit more difficult. Um, I, I just, I, I do mainly, uh, I'm mainly on trails. Mm-hmm. And so I live over by Latta plantation oh, yeah. on the way home. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to not make the left-hand turn into Latta and just keep going straight <laughs> to the house. If you're tired, if you had a rough day or whatever, <laughs> sure. but, um, running for me, um, it just clears my head and that's my time. So that's, that's why it's not, uh, more, more than anything running in the training part of it, not, not the races, but the training part of it. Yeah. It's just, that's my time to get out there to make sure I'm ready for races. And, and so I can enjoy those races. You don't want to show up unprepared and be miserable the whole time yeah. and grind your way through it. But, um, that's my time to clear my head and, and think about things. And if you can't get things solved out, uh, in your head while you're running, there's probably no, you know, you really can't. can't <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 Yet. Totally. Now, now, you know, do you have anyway. a, you have a your own basketball team as does Tim? I only have three kids, uh, <laughs> but you know I don't know about your kids, but our kids all think we're nuts. But uh, is any of that the same on your side, or do they look at you and go, "Dad, that is the way I should be," you know, minding my own I, store, or man, I, you I, are my, my, wearing me out. I like to say my kids have a great work worth ethic. They're spread out. There's 24, 19, 14. And then six and seven. My seven-year-old loves to run. He, he's awesome. done, we've done a few five days together, so so that's good. But yeah. um, I, I I think I, I like to think that I set a good example. Of just you know going through and um, just just persevering, pushing ahead, getting getting things done. It's just you know, as, like you look at, at at getting the diner open. We were closed for six years. It was never a matter of are we going to get it open. It's it was just a matter of when. Yeah. Every day you wake up, you do one thing that keeps it in the forefront of your mind whether that's calling a vendor, calling a real estate agent, make tweaking a recipe, whatever. You just show that you're willing to put in the work and um, do a little something every day towards your goal and just, just go after yeah. it the best you can. You know, if you wait to get it all figured out and plan it all out, A through Z through 100, and you know, oh, step yeah. by step, it, things just don't happen, man. I'm just, 
let's just let's just go. Let's get it done. Heard that. So are you um, kind of switching gears a little bit? You training for anything? Um. So I, I am. I think the next my my big race uh, this year will be the Unico 100 with the Vagabond Endurance oh, guys. Yeah. Um, that and you, you guys know Adam Bratton over Human Powered Movement in oh, September. Yeah. He has a, mm-hmm. a, a Last Man Standing. I think it's called Psychoactive. Yeah. Um, over in Huntersville, Last yeah. Man Standing. Oh, neighborhood so race for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Neighborhood. Exactly. Man. Exactly. In Huntersville, over over at the Blackberry Farms, Blackberry yeah. Ridge. Um, but that, those, that's the big thing. I, I grabbed my first hundred with the Vagabond guys last year. So I'm going to, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to go after that again this year with those guys. And then, um, he grabbed it. Yeah. Good for you, man. <laughs> you yeah. didn't no. suffer. You yeah. just, I just went out and did it. Yeah. Just grabbed it. No, Ain't got time to uh, suffer. Yeah. Ain't got time to suffer, right? Yeah. Come it, on, man. It took, it took, it took forever, man. It was, uh, it took me, you had 30 hours to complete it. And, um, I, I took, uh, thir- I took 29 hours and, and 30 minutes. You know, ah, it's still plenty of time left over. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I don't, you know, I'm not a fast runner. You know, one of the things when uh, Melissa reached out to me, is like, what do you want to talk to me for? You know, it's a running podcast. Uh, you know, I, it's hard. It's one of those things where, you know, some, a lot of people don't even consider themselves runners, you know, because they're going to qualify. Are you a good runner? Are you a fast runner? You know, and, and you've got to get over that. And everybody yeah. has to get over that. If you run, you're a runner. Running for me used to be, um, sort of just training for something else. Yeah. I grew up playing hockey and college mm-hmm. hockey, and we ran to do something else. Yeah. You know, when I started Spartan racing, all the podium guys were runners. So we ran to get better at that. So until I had a couple of injuries, and until um, until those injuries, you know, uh, uh, it was just running for something else. But I couldn't hang in the air. I, had, I got whacked in the eye with a hockey stick, and I had a shoulder injury. So Spartan racing was out of the out of the realm for a little bit. So I, I just continued. Uh, continued to run and that's mm-hmm. sort of when i fell in love with running i was like this is i'm running just for the sake of running you know as, as yeah. opposed to uh doing it for for something else but uh the, the kid that won that unico 100 his name's owen thornton he's he's a he's a rising name in this area he is sure. a, and he's literally a kid he's literally a kid he's literally i think yes. he was seven he's maybe was 17 when he won <laughs> last last december and he finished in about 18 hours yeah this kid had time to go amazing kid first of all but he had time to go home finish the race go home get dinner catch a shower maybe go out with friends get a good night's sleep wake up have breakfast get another shower and then he came back to the race to cheer me in because i was the last guy in to cheer me in and give me a high five as i crossed the finish line and grab and grab a picture of me that's how that's how classy that that kid you know, oh, that um, is that is a classy. I did not know that part of the story, but that is classy as heck, that man. Yeah, cool. it's just it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah so, but um, yeah, I, I, so that that's my goal this this year. Is hundred again. Love it, man. Love it. Well, hopefully we can get through this next uh, month or so of just brain roasting hot weather here. <laughs> we can start yeah, piling on some miles. Because I tell you what, brutal, man. oh man, it is sucking my will to live. That's but. why I, I like trails too. I run down in Lada, carry the paddleboard with me. So when you're done with the the run, you just jump in the lake with the paddleboard for half an hour and cool off a little bit. So I love it. It's nice. Nice way to spend some time with some friends too. So uh, Maddie's Diner on uh, yep. the plaza. Yep. And what, 34th? Uh, Shamrock. Just, yeah, just down the street. Yeah, yeah. pretty much 34th. Uh, yeah. Shamrock in the plaza. Shamrock yeah, in the, the plaza. Corner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've been open about three months now. Reopened about three months. Love it. 
Love it. That's awesome. And uh, open from what are the hours? Uh, seven to nine Tuesday through Saturday, and seven to two Sunday and Monday. Okay, give yourself a yeah, little so break. Huh? That yeah. was um, this. It, it's amazing, you know. We, uh, it, it's amazing that you say what. What are the things about um, you know what makes this diner different than others? This diner was kind of famous in the diner world. We'll call it. It was. Uh, you know, I found it was on the cover of a book called Jersey Diners, and I fell in love with it and um, knew that I didn't want to stick build a place. I wanted to go out and find find an old one. And yeah. through research, I figured out this diner was out of business. It was actually in 1999. It was underwater for a couple of days from Hurricane Floyd oh, in Boundbrook, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so somebody bought it and moved it to a used car parking lot and just had, had it sitting up on blocks there. Uh, so I spent a uh, better part of six months before the internet was really great. And, uh, I spent about six months, um, tracking this diner down. I called the author of the book and he says, yeah, I got by the name Frank Bruno owns it. And, um, I said, great, give me his numbers. I'm interested in buying it. He said, well, I don't have his number though. He lives in South Jersey and, uh, Bruno in South Jersey is like Smith everywhere else. And, uh, <laughs> I love it. So I called, uh, I started calling people. I called 42 bruno families in south jersey oh my gosh um, that's and, awesome yeah just leaving dumb messages like hey uh if you own the Boundbrook diner i'm interested in buying it people are like yeah buddy, no, oh, that's man. not us turns out he was the first guy i called he just wasn't home i left him a message no way all the other 41 took your money though right <laughs> yeah, yeah, no but yeah. i got a guy i'll help you oh, find him <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got a guy. just give I it got to me guy, i'll make so sure they get it that was on a Thursday. We drove up. We drove up Saturday, uh, February of '05, and is in a snowstorm. And and um, that Monday we bought it, and uh, you know we moved it to the music factory. Spent about five years renovating it, and the rest is history. Built a little addition, put a kitchen on it. And Amazing. Cool. Here we are. All man. right, brother. We're going. Yeah. We're going to get all up in that thing and make some of that pot roast history. That's try, for sure. Try the pot roast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Maddie. Thank you so much. Uh, The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Registration and more information is at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Bedgear, the official pillow partner of the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.